When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to the Shepard Ambellis Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. All right, all right. Thursday, damn, this week went by quick. I don't know, we got Bethany here, Aaron Cole is here, we're going to have a good guest coming up, we're going to be talking about a very controversial and fascinating topic about 9-11, going through some evidence, examining some stuff, Um, we're going to play some clips, stuff like that, we got a friend of the show, Carmen Bastante, coming up after the five minute break, so... We'll be talking with him because he was in New York on 9-11. And I've done a deep dive into 9-11 over the years. Back in the day, I had 3,500 hours into it. I don't even know what how many I have now. And there's just layer after layer after layer of multi-pronged operations. And I listen to people talk about 9-11, some of these truthers, like they know, you know, um, they're concluding off of like one single thing. Like um, they're saying, well, like no micronukes were used and Thermate was used. Oh, really? How do you know they both weren't used? plus other stuff, you know, so there's all these different, um, layers and it really takes thousands upon thousands of hours of research to uncover certain layers that are so hidden and also layers that are, uh, that create cognitive dissonance. And these layers are like, protected to the point as to which you can't even search them on YouTube. You can't search things on Google. They don't pop up. Mm, Maybe you can find something on BitChute. But we're going to be going over this. um, Some just wild topics that are taboo in the 9-11 world, but people need to forget Mm -hmm. everything they learned about 9-11 and were told and just listen to some of this evidence and kick back and yeah. enjoy the show. What it, uh, it, what else is in the news right now that we can talk about? I know that trial was going on still, the uh, Alex Jones trial. 
with the uh, Sandy Hook and the lawyers were just doing back and forth. Alex Jones wasn't yeah. there. It it almost just sounded like Alex Jones's lawyer was in like give up mode or something. I don't know. I feel like that guy didn't even really do his There's, part to de- defend him properly, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's some weird angles to look at with that Alex Jones thing real quick. I know we're kind of short on time, but um, it looks like basically Alex Jones felt like he, if anything he said in that courtroom because he wasn't able to say so many different things is what he's talking about. That basically he just like, uh, he was in Connecticut and he's like, screw this. I'm just going to go back to Texas yep. since I can't say anything. And if I can't yeah, say anything, I'm just going to. His hands gonna... are tied. So what's he going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I'm a good strategy, down. I guess. All right. We'll be back with Carmen Bastante. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest Electronic Beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration and helping you enjoy a nice smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Gobi fuel tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi fuel boosting tablets today. Visit gogastab.com. Hey, it's Aaron from The Cole Report, and I just want to remind you, if you miss any of the live shows, you can catch the rebroadcast all week long. There's a schedule on the homepage. Click it, and it'll show you everything going on for the whole week. And if that's not convenient enough for you, you can catch The Shepherd and Bella Show, The Rained Out Rancast, and The Cole Report on Apple and Spotify for your listening pleasure. He sometimes wears glasses to see what others don't. In past lives, he was always himself. He doesn't wear Nike, yet he still does it. He's Shepard Ambellus, and you are listening to his show. All right, we got Carmen Bastante joining us. Um, he's been on the show before, season one, and it was a great episode. Uh, he's a musician, so we have a little bit in common, but um, I mainly want to talk about 9-11 because I got into this 9-11 kick where I reinvestigated 9-11, and I'm going through a bunch of you know stuff that I've know about it and digging even deeper and, and um, kind of like putting together little pieces here and there, um, you know, and I'm trying to present some of this because none of this information exists and is out there anymore. 
But Carmen, welcome to the show. It's good to have you on, man. Uh, it's been a while. I know. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I believe it was 2020. Last yeah. Time I've been on the show. Wow, time flies. That's that's it that's does. crazy. <laughs> I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. So, Carmen, for those that don't know, uh, Shep, if I could just say, I've known Carmen since middle school, right, Carmen? We go way right. back, and way, way Car, back. <laughs> we go way, way back. <laughs> the way back machine. Oh, yeah. don't say that too much. We're getting old, but um, Carmen is a really honest and genuine person. So, listen to his testimony carefully and and eagerly, because he's a really great person, and we're just really glad to have you on. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it, Beth. Thank you for the. Uh... An introduction there. Well, uh, I mean, I always like to start things off with like, uh, I don't know, maybe some factoids uh, that perhaps people don't know. Um, I don't know if anyone knows, but uh, I don't, you guys know that Michael Jackson was also almost became a victim of 9 11. Oh, really? I kind of vaguely remember something about that. What was he supposedly going to be on one of those flights? Well, no, actually, he was uh, he was scheduled to have a meeting inside the Twin Towers. Uh, oh, really? Oh, I don't know if I heard about that. Oh, wow. And his, and his sister. And he got up late and he missed the meeting. You know, and now that I think him. about it, I don't think I, there was other celebrities I heard about. I don't even think it was Michael Jackson. There was like uh, other celebrities. They said we're going to be on the planes, but that's a whole controversy within itself because, <laughs> uh, you know, that we're trying to dive into. But wow, that's, that's crazy. Anything else uh, that you? Yeah, Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane, everybody knows from Family Guy. Um, he had a seat booked on Flight 11. But he missed the departure by like 10 minutes. Wow. So he was um, he was hung over actually from the previous night. He decided <laughs> to take a nap at the airport and he woke up 50, 45 minutes late and missed the plane. That's crazy. Pretty interesting, right? <laughs> yeah. But so... I'm with the factoids. Um, one of the things that I, I wanted to say, I don't want to dominate the airwaves here on you, Shep. Um, but I just wanted to say like, you know, this happened in the past, you know, and I, I know a lot of people, that's, that's one of the reasons why people don't really want to talk about it. But I kind of think what it represents is... Um, everything that's led up to this point to where we are right now, you know, there's a lot of premonitions and a lot of things that have happened um, that really 9-11 started. And um, I think that people forget that, you know, so I just wanted to point that out. Well, this might get pretty crazy. Um, I guess people are just going to kind of have to have an open mind for this. You can't approach this like you, you, you know, like, like hear all this out. So, um, of course, of course. So basically, um, Carmen, why don't you start off with, with what, you know, like where were you on nine 11? How did your day unfold and work us up to the point of, um, impact? Okay. So, uh, I worked for a company called, uh, called Omni fitness. It was a, um, it was basically like a high end, um, fitness manufacturer. They basically sold like high end fitness, like, um, like treadmills, bicycles to like higher end kind of higher end stuff and uh, i worked on uh, 12th and broadway i was an area sales manager i also worked between 46th and uh basically uh, 46th and broadway and also 12th and broadway so um so basically uh that morning i was on my way to work when i was hey carmen can you yeah. just can you just tell people tell people that don't know new york city like how close that is okay so In Yes. Um, well, uh, give the layout and um, also how far is that from where you had to leave from your place or whatever? And how'd you get there and all this stuff? Okay. So I left on the, the Willowbrook Mall in Wayne, the, the parking rod. I used to go there every morning, you know, and go to work. I used to have to be there at 7 a.m. in the morning. So um, I basically left there on the bus and it basically takes us to, um, you know, to uh, is it 30, um, Port Authority, takes you to Port Authority. So we're on our way to Port Authority, and there was a, a ton of traffic. So um, obviously everybody's wondering what's going on. I thought I was going to be late for work. And uh, what we see in front of us, going around the turn, going into the tunnel, on Route 3 is um, the first building burning. So we're basically like, oh, man. So no one knows what's going on. We're getting reports of, uh, you know, uh, small, lightweight aircraft hitting, the, you know, accidentally. And uh, really nobody thought anything of it. So we uh, continued on into, through the tunnel, and we got to the other side. It was clear way all through the tunnel. It's weird how there was no traffic, but when we got to the other end. We heard that there was uh, – we started getting reports of a terrorist attack. So the, um, the bus driver just lost control. He started driving erratically and started going really fast. He uh, actually tried to cut a U-turn. 
Uh, if you're familiar with that, I'm, not a lot of people are familiar with that area, but when you come out of the Lincoln Tunnel, um, there's like a, a turnabout. And uh, basically, you, you've got a guy who's driving really erratically, so everybody has to be taken off the bus. So we got off the bus, and I walked to the subway, and I got right on the subway, and I went right through, uh, took the ACE at the 14th, and uh, basically it was probably, I don't even know how long it would take. I'm not really sure it's been so long. But uh, it, it had just started. Everything had just started, all the calamity. So when I got uh, you know, through the AC and out of the subway, the first thing I did was I walked down to 14th Street, and it was just people like crowding around, talking about what was going on. So what I did was I walked um, from, again, it's, it's, uh, it's easy for me to think back, but uh, I walked over to 6th Avenue, and I uh, walked uh, probably about three quarters of a mile past the comedy cellar up to Houston Street. And I stood right where um, the Museum of Interesting Things is there. You're familiar with that? So okay. I was standing on Houston Street and mm-hmm. 6th Ave. So I stood there, and it was probably about literally three minutes when just the explosion, I guess, from the, supposedly from the second plane hitting. Uh, I did not see any plane. There's no plane in sight. All I saw was an explosion. And you actually felt the heat from there, which was very odd. I didn't think that you, you know, because it's, it's about 10 city blocks. You can uh, get an idea of how how far away that would be. But you can clearly see the, the towers from where I was standing. And all I saw was an explosion and I felt heat. And that was the only thing that I saw. You know, everybody kept talking about, you know, bombs going off, explosions happening beforehand. Um, I was not there to witness any of that. However, I did hear like a lot of accounts from watching videos about, um, explosions that precluded the actual second attack the plane hitting supposedly now and um oh go ahead ahead. no go ahead so i was there was a bunch of people around me and it was uh it was shocking it was uh it was like not it was wasn't real it was it was so surreal because it's not something that you really see every day you know a building of that magnitude just exploding like that um i think that everyone knew at that point that there was something really wrong no one really had an idea of what was happening. And uh, I just remember getting hugged by people, just like screaming and like telling me like the end of the world, they don't know what's going on. And it was just a really, really strange thing to be right in the middle of it like that. But um, it was just a very odd, odd event. It wasn't like you were watching it on TV. When you see it on TV, it's just, they make it dramatic. It was very, um, it was just very, very surreal. That's the best way I can explain it. Uh, Carmen, when you yeah. saw that explosion from the best of your memory, do you remember which explosion it was? Um, like I'm sure you've seen YouTube videos. Was it the one where the, you know, the, it looks like the tip of the plane blows out the building because it shoots like a fireball yes. out. Okay. So w- did you see that head on and the fireball was facing to the right? Did you see that? Like, how were you positioned to that, to that fireball shooting out? It was to the left of me. It actually went left. And okay, so you noticed. were you were kind of around the side, the other side of the building. Um, like if you would have moved more to your left, it almost would have been shooting straight at you or something. No, no, it's actually it was shooting left, um, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, yeah, it was like basically the way the twin towers were set up. Um, when I was looking down, I was looking. I was actually looking at Tribeca. Mm-hmm. You know where that is mm-hmm. in Chamber Street. And the explosion kind of went to the left. But the thing is, is from where I was standing, it didn't really look like it was going in any direction. And another thing, too, is I've been into, I've been into aircraft for my entire life. I've always been interested in it, always as a, as a child. And I always remember when you hear a low-altitude plane flying, you hear that noise, that, that if you're familiar with that. Yeah. It's kind of a grinding almost. Uh, I mean, something that right. large. Here, let's, let's – uh, I'm going to play a clip. Um, see – First of all, an aircraft can't fly at the speed that they That's say right. it flew at. And so why did they say it flew at a certain speed? If you go through the NIST report, why wouldn't they just make a speed up? See, uh, and we'll get into question. this we'll get into this later. Um, but basically the reason they can't make a speed up is because the images that you see on the television are all trackable frame by frame. And when you do an analysis of that, they come up with the actual airspeed, which is actually faster than a plane can fly like that because it would be torn apart. 
and I've interviewed um, John Lear, his father designed the Learjet. John Lear is one of the most decorated pilots in the world. He holds over 100 FAA certificates. He was a, even a pilot for the CIA at one point. I mean, he's like, he really knows his stuff. He formed pilots for 9-11 Truth, but let's listen to this air noise because you're getting so much static drag at that low of a altitude. It's, it's crazy. So, so listen. The, uh, Where is all this stuff with this deafening noise? You, you have hardly any witnesses who report, despite being uh, on the uh, ground of the WTC or nearby, uh, hearing this deafening uh, rock concert front row sound or higher. Uh, it's remarkable how many are right there and didn't hear a thing. That's an extremely powerful counterindication to the official story, and I think that's uh, an excellent trigger for launching such an investigation. Carmen, did you yes. hear that? I did. I recognize that noise. Did you? Um, but but like on nine eleven, did you hear any noise like that? I did not. I did not hear any noise like that, and that's what I was expecting. You know, and the thing is, is I didn't know what happened at that point, so I can't really say that I was expecting it. Afterwards, when I heard that it was a plane, and I was actually shocked because I know that I would have heard that. So that that close. That plane should be. Um, the engine should be um, at 130 decibel, That's and, correct, yeah. and there should be a vortex wake behind the um, engines in the smoke because jet engines for sure cause a vortex wake. And even if that plane crashed or not, and we don't see that, we don't see thick black smoke. We just see powder blow out of the building basically in a fireball. Um, so can you really describe that in detail to the best of your ability in almost slow motion? Like, like what were you doing? Were you actually like looking at the tower? Like when it blew up like ahead of time, cause you were like already looking at it or what? I, and, and like, I was actually looking at the base. I was actually looking at the base of the towers. Mm -hmm. And when the explosion happened, I then looked up and it was sort of like, um, you know, it was a huge fireball. It looked like it was a, probably about four blocks long. I mean, that's how big it was. And uh, just the searing heat of it was just it was mind-boggling. I just didn't think that standing again, like I was probably probably around eight city blocks away. You know, so it's it's pretty it's not it's not exactly close, but it's not far either. I mean, I could see the whole thing happening in front of me, but you know, I would have heard that noise. That, that's that's one of the first things that I would expect to hear, and uh, like a stalling, almost like a stalling noise, you know, for a big jet airplane like that, and. Coming in at that low altitude, that's what you would have heard. And, you know, everybody hears it when they're by an airport. If you live by an airport, you hear when it's flying low, playing like a 747 or 757, you hear that noise. And it would have been like not? four times that because they, they were throttled like faster than the plane can even go. So, that's correct, yeah. so like another thing is, is like, okay, so John Lear's testified that planes can't go this fast because it had just ripped the tail section off. He told me that personally. Um at that low of an altitude because of the static drag. Now, um, Boeing has said the same thing. They said their airplanes definitely can't do that. So they, they can't go that speed. So, so therefore let me just let it be known audience that you were not witnessing a jetliner. Okay. On television. That's not a jetliner. It, I wouldn't think so. No. Now, um, here's where it gets deeper: is if you if you do um, go stare at the at the at the planes crashing into the towers. Go stare at, at a bunch of video of it for um, twelve hours, and then you know you'll be able to take this in. But but basically, see. Newton's law of motion, there are three basic laws of um, 
classical mechanics that described the relationship between the motion of an object and the forces acting on it. And these laws can be paraphrased as follows. A body remains at rest or in motion at a constant speed in a straight line unless acted upon by force. So also for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you have a two trains colliding and they're both going 50 miles an hour, that's a hundred mile an hour collision. If you have one train standing still and the other train going a hundred and it hits it, it's the same thing. Now, um, what you see with these images, these, what you see on television and what some people saw in person, I'm starting to think because I used to have another, um, theory, but I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think there's solid evidence on this other one now. So, so, um, look, if you see the animation going into the building, it just literally goes into the building. The plane doesn't start to slow down and pile up and crinkle up and bust up. And you can go watch, you know, dozens of airplane crashes and cars hitting brick walls. And, you know, that was a steel exoskeleton tower with all those columns on the exterior and you got an aluminum plane with a fiberglass nose that a bird can ruin the whole nose cone of one of those commercial airlines and basically make them crash. So tin can. Yeah. It's like a, a, a and the, you don't see it crumple up. You see it go. In fact, you see the tip come out the other side of the tower and guess what? It comes out at the exact same speed. So, so when you, when you get deep into this then you start analyzing animation and I am a filmmaker, so I'm credentialed in, in filmmaking and all this stuff. So, you know, you analyze animation and you realize, okay, they, they somehow inserted, um, real time animation onto the news camera live feeds and military technology. They could probably do that at the time. They didn't have this commercial technology but just 10 years later they did commercially military they probably had it far before that so it was definitely possible mm -hmm. um so they could have for instance fired a missile and flew that missile at the lowest possible speed it could fly like a tomahawk which is around the speed that um they claim the shit was flying they could have put a a, a beacon in it and then they could have through signal they could have had their operatives all in position a certain way with the sky as a blue screen in the background and all this shit. But basically they could, they had technology. They could have definitely inserted animation. Okay. Now, um, the problem is, is, um, that definitely could have been done and they could have fired a tomahawk right out of that river, out of a sub, and they could have did it. And that's why you got so many people saying they didn't see planes. Like, I don't know who these people are. Like, I've heard people say, there's no one, you know, the, how could you say there's no planes? There's like hundreds and hundreds of eyewitnesses that say they didn't see planes. We're going to talk about this more, the animation angle, but it gets crazier than that. And it's not even crazy. It gets real. We're going to talk about it. Stay right there. 9-11. Carmen Bastante is our guest. Stay tuned, ATN.Live. Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govi increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by five points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit Go gastab.com that's g-o-g-a-s-t-a-b.com 
Hey everyone, Shepard Ambellis here. I just wanted to remind you to catch the show, The Shepard Ambellis Show with co-host Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole every single weekday, Monday through Friday on ATN.Live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, ATN.Live. Be there. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepard Embella's Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest Electronic Beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live. He always skips the first date simply because he can. He once attended a Bilderberg meeting with a camera. His two cents are worth millions. He is Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. Carmen Bastante is our guest, and if you're just tuning in, you know, you can always catch the archive of the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Always go to ATN.Live, check out the um, rebroadcast there as well. The um, I'm getting ready to redo the schedule. It's going to go 24-7 talk, basically, with um, all the shows looping the latest episode. Uh, Carmen, don't forget to unmute yourself, but Carmen was a witness to the no planes on 9-11. He was down in New York City. Uh, People think that's laughable um, or anything like that. You need to listen to this show. Before the break, we were talking about the possibility of animation and my investigation. I got into this really deep and in my investigation, I had to investigate animation and yes, it looks like animation. There's places where the wing disappears behind buildings. It doesn't um, project right. It just doesn't look right. But one thing that is for sure is it's some type of projection or animation because the plane does not slow down or stop when it hits the building. It doesn't crinkle up. It doesn't explode. The proper airplane parts aren't there. They found a jet engine, but it was from a frat Whitney Um it, it 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 wasn't from the right um or it it was basically from you know the the united airlines it it didn't have this type of um engine and they just placed it on the ground they had a bunch of stuff mocked up look we know it's not okay y'all know no plane hit the pentagon because there's a 10 foot hole in it and there's no wreckage okay there's no bodies nothing y'all know that so you know right there, no plane. Y'all know that no plane hit Shanksville because they said there's a crater there and they said the plane drove straight down into it, but they dug it up and they didn't find one body or one piece of wreckage. So y'all know that there's no plane. Now, so you got two other planes left. You also got the fact that United Airlines and American Airlines admitted those flights didn't even exist. And there's people that have checked into all the rosters and everything. And it's crazy. The cell phone calls couldn't have been made and they're pre-made by CIA agents. And we went over in previous shows how there's assholes on the street and they have the whole fucking thing lined out. I mean, they're like, Hey, uh, 
yeah, well, you know, I saw the towers, I saw the plane hit the towers, the plane went right in, it hit the towers, the towers exploded, and you know, because of all that jet fuel in that plane, it just weakened that steel because it burned too hot, and that tower just collapsed and pancaked, you know, and they have it all figured out, so, um, they had their operatives, good little operatives playing. And all you had to do is have like one guy go, it was a fucking plane. It's terrorist. And then like the whole New York thinks the plane hit it. Carmen, how did eventually did that go around? Like was like, how did that go about? Like, did you start hearing a plane hit it and stuff? Yeah. You heard, um, you know, right at the time, I guess people still had like, you know, Walkmans at the time. It's 2001 you're talking about technology and uh they just were hearing reports of you know a terrorist attack no one knew really the details of it except for those plants on the street those people they planted like you said yeah it's so funny because i know exactly what you're talking about you know these guys they knew everything they knew every detail they went scientific on us you know, yeah they, uh, instead of just saying hey this is what i saw well right? i'm gonna play a clip of uh john lear talking on uh project camelot to carrie cassidy who we've had on the uh, show or I've had on the Intel Hub podcast. And um, John Lear is going to talk about this um, military manual that he got where he saw the holographic technology and he's showing it on here. This is all legit stuff. Uh, It's on Google. Plus they have sky mapping on the Space Needle. Just Google sky mapping Space Needle. Watch the video on it. YouTube it. Um... They have Japanese buildings with 3D projections of cats on them. Um, And so um, this is only, you know, we're not too far into the future from 9-11. And think of what the military had back then. Okay, so where I'm going with this is someone did an analysis on like 30 videos and they built a 3D model based on all the flight paths from the 30 videos. And what they concluded was all of the 30 videos matched up perfectly. Like how the plane turned, when it banged, how it did this, you know, where it did this so far out. It did this so far out. And with animation, you're going to have errors between, like if you're trying to do like a signal in between feeds and stuff, there's going to be lags and like problems and stuff. And like a wing might disappear here and there, like we see in the footage, but also just things aren't going to happen at the right time and they're going to go deeper into the film and it's going to be harder to do all that although i do believe at the time they did have the technology to do that with the military um they just didn't commercially and then just several years later they had that but the point is is since those someone did a really detailed analysis of this and all of those paths matched up perfectly in routes which leads us another layer deeper it wasn't animation it it had to have been projected locally it's a hologram it's a hologram projection so best guess is that they fired like a uh, tomahawk cruise missile out of a sub in the harbor right there you know down river or whatever ran it ran it down at a speed that was about the slowest they could fly it. That stuff, super precision guided. They could, they could easily hit anything right to a pinpoint and they hit their target. Explosives were planted in the building by the Israeli art students ahead of time, which we have evidence of that evidence of all that, um, of the plane cutout and the wingtip cutouts, which you can't have wingtip cutouts like that on a steel structure with an aluminum, plane just so you guys know and carmen just testified that there was no plane and we didn't hear that noise no one heard that noise so here's john lear one of the things i wanted to show <clears throat> that camelot this is a page from a military manual uh talking about stuff that they would like to uh uh get in uh, the year 2025 uh this is called airborne Holobra- holographic projector uh you can see where i got it you can't get it anymore here, but was www.au.af.mil. And uh, I got about 250 pages of this stuff. Uh, but uh, it's, a, it's, it's talking about a hologram machine. 
It refers to enemy perception management. Is that right? That's such a wonderful euphemism. Uh, have I remembered that right? Yeah, it says a brief description. The holographic projector plays a three-dimensional visual image in a desired location removed from the display generator. The projector can be used for psychological operations and strategic perception management. It is also useful for optical deception and cloaking, providing a momentary distraction when engaging an unsophisticated adversary. And it has capabilities, precision projection of a three-dimensional visual images into a selected area, supports PSYOP and strategic deception management, and provides deception and cloaking against uh, optical centers. Okay, and when was that written? Do you know? Uh, I think in uh, uh, 99. So, um, did you hear that? So, this, this is to be used on unsophisticated adversaries. I guess they at the time thought New York citizenry were unsophisticated adversaries. So they decided to use this maybe. So um, John Lear found this, he shows it, he, he pulled it up off a military website. They, the military was saying they wish they had this by 2025. Um, that's already bullshit. If it's in the manual, they've had it already for like 50 years. So they were already running holograms for who knows what was a hologram now, you know, but, um, so you have to, you can't just say, you know, those planes hit the towers and those were real planes. Do do. Here's another thing. Go Google what an American airlines plane looks like out at a distance. And it's a big like Chrome, red, white, and blue stripes, like glaring Chrome. We just see like a gray image. They call it a ghost plane for a reason. There's 9-11 footage called Ghost Plane because it, it's a ghost plane. Now listen, did you hear this noise? <laughs> Boom. Certainly not. So um, now... The first law says an object will remain in uniform motion until it's affected by a force. And the second law says that it'll be affected by that force in a direction that the force is applied, which, of course, in this case would be more or less directly opposite the path of the oncoming plane. Right? So that, that plane ought to be crumpling up here. But, of course, it's not. It's passing through at uniform motion. This entire area of lower manhattan it's going to need to be avoided suddenly on the left side okay so you got uh this is 9-11's plane hoax on bitshoot it's a channel they they were displaying that now um here's john lear again nothing was found uh of any size anywhere around now there was a panel of a fuselage that you see with five window shades but uh when each airplane, American Airlines, the North Tower, and United Airlines, and South Tower, hit, it was two-fifths of a second while they disappeared uh, into the airplane. So in two-fifths of a second, you're not going to have a panel about seven feet long drift down, you know, and just be lying there. Debris was planted, or, or in that explosion, they put a couple things that flew out of the building, who knows, but a real plane did not hit the tower. Uh, possibly a Tomahawk cruise missile with a transponding beacon and a holographic projector. This uh, is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the, the carbon, the, the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration, and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? 
Gobi fuel tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi fuel boosting tablets today. Visit gogastab.com. ATN.live, the Umbellas Talk Network is beyond news talk, it's cutting-edge talk, 24-7-365. Real people, real-life conversation. ATN.live is also home to The Shepherd Umbellas Show and other great shows. The website is simple to use, and the sound quality is phenomenal. We stream in 194K audio and have a backup 64K stream for folks who don't have much internet bandwidth. Remember, don't forget... Go to ATN.live now. And for those who pledge $50 or more, you will receive free merchandise from Shepard Ambellas. His two films on DVD video and his latest Electronic Beats album, so, show some love. ATN.live, the Ambellas Talk Network, ATN.live. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails, sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to the Shepherd and Bella Show. seems to be reciting talking points as if someone is there prompting her. Oh my gosh, another plane has just hit, it hit another building, flew right into the middle of it. Explosion. My God, it's right in the middle of the building. This one into the east tower. See a plane, simply missed it. There is the very interesting case of David Hanshu. Mr. Hanshu is a professional photographer for the New York Daily News. He took a famous photo of the South Tower right after United 175 supposedly flew right into this wall. I was on the I was looking at the tower. I had my camera in my hand. I heard the noise. I never saw the airplane. I was less than 100 yards away from the building. I was standing on West Street. You still there, Shep? Sorry about that. That so there's we heard from uh some of those people there's more eyewitnesses than that. Um there's tons of people that come forth they say they saw something bounce off the tower or that uh planes hit or um they saw no planes hit. So it's odd. I'm yeah. going to play a little more of this um I think it's a uh, Bryant Gumble was doing a uh Bumble. Newscast. Revealed jet plane crashing. 
And it didn't look like a commercial jet. Wait, what? The fake witnesses. Why do you say that was definitely on purpose? Because it just it just flew straight into it. There's not. It didn't look like it was. Uh, and it didn't look like a commercial jet. It just flew straight into it. So okay. So now. I I believe this witness to be genuine and she saw the plane, but she's saying like it just flew straight into it. Like she was expecting debris to blow back or something. Now, the reason I think that uh, Carmen and some people didn't see it and some people did is because it was the hologram projector method because they could have inserted this. And once you understand that this is projection or animation, there's no other way around it. There's just real planes don't act like that. Real planes don't cut through steel. Real plane tips don't cut through steel. Just nothing happens like they said it did. And it can't happen. Yeah. Um, so so it's either animation or projection. But the guy did the really good analysis. And all those paths matched up. And he's saying that an- animation would have um, messed up here and there. Especially on all those different screens and angles and moving from helicopters so there's only one other possibility and it's the um, holographic projection now this witness i mean like listen to her again like let's listen why do you say that was definitely on purpose because it just it just flew straight into it there's not it didn't look like it was uh and it didn't look like a commercial jet it just seemed like a smaller plane i don't think it was anything commercial this makes it easier to believe that the people crazy so um you know, I think that some people saw the Tomahawk cruise missile because the projection wasn't at the right angle. Some people saw nothing because it was cloaking it somewhat because they even admitted it cloaks. And then some people saw the actual plane. But how that lady described it too, she just described it like she didn't say this, but her voice said it. She it, Basically, her voice was saying like, you know, if I could read her mind, it was saying like the fucking thing didn't slow down. It just like went right into the fucking tower. Yeah. I, I got a question real quick. Do you think some of these people that actually did see a plane, maybe they, they got home that day. I'm sorry. One. You think maybe they, um, that didn't work at all. Do you think maybe they just like got the idea of a plane? Yeah, that's possible. I w- so that's okay. They, yeah, they yes. think they saw the plane. Yes, um, that I would say some of the cases. Okay, but like what I'm saying is 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 Aaron. The technology was there. The military had it. They were using yeah. it. It's Garen fucking teed. It's so sophisticated that it look up. Uh, they could fire the missile from a sub. Those tomahawks are so precision; they mm-hmm. wouldn't, they would never miss with that. That those shit, no, they, those hit mostly. within like three inches or something. So, so that explains the high speed. That explains why no pilot says that this is, was a possible flyable thing. Even Boeing admits it could never have happened. But the animation projected on the TV, everyone would have had this on no plane or do what you said. That's too crazy. Mm. When I there's dug, so many questions. When I sure. dug into this yeah. deeper, there's really only one other possibility, and and that is that it had to be in, projected in real time. So, look, don't let your mind play tricks on you. Like they like they can do holographic projection. Why wouldn't they be able to put that on a tomahawk missile? and fucking project a plane you know so yeah it's that easy why okay so why would you do that okay so let's let's go down that path okay why would you do that okay why would you run a bunch of fucking operatives out of caves or cia operatives and all this fucking shit could go wrong on all these different flights or someone could see some guy sweating and getting nervous and then fucking that ain't going to go down and then this isn't going to happen. And why would you do all that shit when you could just make it so easy and you could have like five people involved? They tell the sub to surface and fire. Boom. (laughs) Done. Now, um, another thing. 
is is um yeah like you're you're not gonna run all those operatives anyways there's there's crazy other stuff like that gets into this it's not that clear cut like there's those flights didn't exist that day the airlines came out and said that you know the and uh carmen go ahead and jump in here but basically the, the you know this 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 gets so deep that and everything i'm saying has evidence for so like it you know we could like actually present anything you know it's crazy um but but um one thing we do know is that no planes hit those buildings and how do you know that because you can't you got to go do like i said go even do an hour i mean i've probably stared eight hours in the last week at planes crashing into buildings go stare for 30 minutes right now and keep rewinding and and fast forwarding the plane and you see no debris crumple up nothing you see the wingtips disappear you see it just melt right into the building effortlessly and you literally got like hundreds of witnesses that say no planes but then you got some guys that are clear-cut operatives but then you got people that say they saw uh, like the projectile and then you got people that say it looks like a plane with a missing wing or like a um a ghost plane so you know the projector must not have worked from every angle and you can see that in video there's video evidence of that so if you go watch like hundreds and hundreds of videos or 50 videos or 30 or you know now there's a lot out because people like release more later like after the fact but um you can see in videos where like the wing disappears here where like something happens there where there's no plane in in this angle but it's in another angle and it all looks like a fake ghost plane with no windows because you can go film a plane at that distance and you can go pull up video and pictures of airplanes all day long at that distance. And you can clearly see their normal airplanes with American Airlines symbols on them and fucking landing gear and wheels and rivets and windows. And they don't just look like gray pieces of shit. Uh, Carmen, you want to say anything on the way out? I mean, not really much else to say except for um, really looking for the flash before the plane's hit. There's actually a yellow flash before the plane actually hit the building. Some people so say that's a wire guiding. Um, yeah. A lot of people thought that was like an animation set that they could um, make sure all the animations hit at the same thing. But some dude did that analysis of all the flight paths all the way out. And uh, the running theory that's the farthest along, in my opinion, is... It's a holographic projection. Go watch the video. We'll see you later. Thank hey you, Carmen. Everyone. Shepard Ambellis here. I just wanted to remind you to catch the show, The Shepard Ambellis Show, with co host Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on ATN.live at 7 p.m. Eastern. 6 Central. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, ATN.live. Be there. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest Electronic Beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.live, the Ambellas Talk Network. ATN.live. 
Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govee increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by five points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit gogastab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.